Fits After 30 Show, episode number five. Let's go. Yes, 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 people. Welcome into the Fit After 30 show. I am your host, as always, Mr. Sharif Lawton, and I hope I hope you're well. I hope you are doing well under these challenging circumstances of Freedom Day being moved a month, whether or not you're going on holiday, whether or not you've been double jabbed or a red, green, amber, blue, purple, PCR tests and quarantine, and it's all gone absolutely crazy again, hasn't it? Let's be honest. The reality is that, well, I don't know about you, but for me, I just, I'm missing getting abroad. And let's face it, whilst we're being honest and truthful, the UK doesn't really cut it, does it? Yes, there's some lovely places, but the weather's so up and down and just the whole process of going abroad is uh, is normally quite exciting and just feels different. You know, the, the air smells different, the food tastes different, the people, the vibe, the atmosphere, the accents, I love it all. And I'm really craving getting away. So if you are lucky enough to be getting away this summer and have managed to dodge your way through various uh, constraints and and conflicts and what have you, then a hat tip to you because uh, I want to be right behind you on that flight. Not literally, that'll be weird. Anyway, welcome back in, as I say, to episode number five and just a very brief recap as to where things have been at over the past couple of episodes. So Chris Robson of Forward Motion interviewed me a couple of episodes back on why being too busy is absolute nonsense when it comes to your health and your fitness and your physique and your confidence and all the rest of it. And we've dispelled a lot of myths surrounding that ever so present topic and indeed excuse. Then we had Matt Peacock from We Are Optimized on the show as well, talking to you about why it's not just as simple as it's a calorie deficit, calorie fucking deficit. Excuse my French, but that's what a lot of people seem to be saying on the internet. And again, that's about as helpful as telling an alcoholic to just stop drinking or a poor person to earn more money. So I'd absolutely go ahead and check out those podcast episodes if you've not done so already. Right then, on with the show. And today's show is all about why you just can't get away with it anymore. You just can't get away with it anymore. We've talked about this briefly before, but you don't need me to tell you that your life, your physiology, your psychology, your habits, your routines, your needs, your wants, your standards, and just your priorities have changed monumentally over the other side of 30, have they not? Whether you've got a family or not, whether you've got a partner or not, whether you've got kids or not, it doesn't matter. You will have found yourself in a very different position than you have been in your 20s. And I think that when you are in your 20s, you can sweep so many things under the carpet. Or even if you know that you should be eating better, sleeping better, drinking more water, going to the gym and what have you, it's almost like the return you get on one session or doing one of those things once is just monumental. So for instance, how many people do you know? And you might be one of them that you're feeling a little bit chunky or you put on some weight and now it's just a case of, oh, I'm just gonna go for a run and maybe just have a salad for lunch. What happens the next day? You immediately feel tighter. You immediately have dropped about three, four pounds on the scale. And it's like, oh, that was easy, back to normal. 
Am I right? <laughs> because so many, especially ladies, tell me that, you know, that phenomenon just doesn't happen anymore. And it's a case of like watching every calorie, making sure that all your T's are crossed and all your I's are dotted and for very little return on the front end, which can be monumentally frustrating. But if we get away from the frustration and realize that it kind of is what it is, whether or not it's your metabolism that slows down and look, there's all the science in the world that actually demonstrates your metabolism doesn't slow down that much and we have just as much fat burning and indeed muscle building ability as when we were younger. It's just a case of we slow down as humans. We enjoy the finer things in life, the cheese and the wine and the socials and the takeaways and we're just simply not as active as when we were younger. And I think that's got a lot to answer for. But again, if we bring this conversation now back to the fact that you just simply can't get away with some of the things in which you did and some of the things which you didn't do in your 20s, you now actually have to do to establish any sort of baseline of where you want to be. When I was bodybuilding training back in my 20s, I never stretched ever, ever, ever. And I had all the old boys coming up to me in the gym saying, you will pay for this. You'll need to do yoga. You need to do stretching. You're about as flexible as a brick. And you need to sort it out because it's going to come and bite you on the ass. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Cool. I'm fine. You know, I used to literally go off my gym shift in the same work t-shirt, you know, eating my pre-workout meal and just hitting like three plates of deadlift either side. I didn't need a warm up. I didn't need to let my food digest. I was just like, right, let's go. I can't do that these days. And I was painfully reminded of this when I recently started to retake basketball up again. And uh, basketball was my first love before I started bodybuilding, getting into fitness and weight training and what have you. And uh, yeah, safe to say, I am still sore in places. I, I really didn't realize I had places. I'm talking about the soles of my feet, my hands, my hips, my knees, my ankles, my joints, my everything was just like, my body was like, no, 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 no. You cannot do this anymore. At the very least, you cannot do this without consequence. You know, so stretching now is a monumentally important part of my, not only my morning routine, but just something which I have to do. I have to do it. It's no longer a case of like, oh, that's a nice two. No, I have to do it if I want to be able to move and be active. And I caught myself the other day actually crouching down just to play with my little boy on the floor with his dinosaurs or what have you. And like, it, it took far longer than it should. And even he gave me a little look like, come on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's a case now of like, that is a thing which I used to be able to get away with not doing. And now that simply can't be, can't be true. And again, if we now think about, all right, the foods in which we eat or choose not to eat, the nights and the amount of sleep we choose to get or indeed not to get, that all has monumental consequences now. For those of you that uh, drink alcohol, how on earth, I mean, I went to a British university, right? And let's be honest, like what's the main focus of uni? Just getting absolutely bang on it, right? I used to go out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, not just for like a glass of wine. I mean, off my face, just literally had no idea who I was and what I was doing. Yeah, I'd wake up the next day, still get to basketball training, still get to weight training, still get to uni to do my lectures, only to do it all over again the next day. <laughs> I don't know about you, but right now, if I go out on a rare night with my buddies, that's me done. I don't feel right until Wednesday. I've got like the fear on Sunday, the shakes on Monday, the regret on Tuesday, and Wednesday we're now starting to feel normal again. I mean, you just can't operate like that anymore. You just, and it's not to say like you can't go out and you can't have fun, but it just has monumental consequences that it never used to, I suppose. 
And so I guess the whole point of this episode is now to make you, I guess, realize that life is different. Life is different. And if there had been things beforehand that you've been sweeping under the carpet and not doing when it comes to looking after your health, when it comes to looking after your physique, your confidence and all the downstream effects in which looking after yourself now has, that will catch up with you. There's a reason why lifestyle related disease is so prevalent in this country. And it's because people aren't doing the things they know they should do. Have you noticed we're now, what, five episodes in? There's not been one mention of a macro or a calorie or protein intake or training plans or walking or whatever. Do you know why? Because you know that already. You have a baseline understanding and a knowledge of how to look after yourself. Whether you're doing it or not is a different conversation and one in which we're engaging in just now, actually. But the reality is that more information isn't what you need. And the implementation often comes from the fact that you need to realize that things have changed and are going to continue to change. And the stuff in which you've been burying your head in the sand about and sweeping under the carpet can simply no longer happen. And this episode now isn't like all doom and gloom and like, you know, you can't get away with it to sort your life out. Well, maybe some of you need to hear that. But the reality is, if you're familiar with me and my content, the likelihood is that you are in some way, shape or form, physically active, you eat well and all the rest of it. However, it's now a case of what have you been neglecting in your fitness journey? What have you been neglecting when it comes to your own mental health and your ability to turn up for your very best self for your loved ones? And again, let me give you another example for myself, because this whole thing now isn't about me telling you what to do and constantly being like better than now and somehow sitting up on like a higher pedestal or platform and talking down to you. No, far from. This is as much as me sharing my own trials, tribulations and challenges in a way whereby I hope you can feel like you're on the same level as me, you can resonate with and we can both move on together productively as <laughs> males and females in our, uh, in our 30s, 40s and beyond. Okay, so for me as well, when it comes to my morning routine, you know, uh, full transparency, I'm part of probably 1% of the top online coaches in the world. And I get to bat ideas off them. I get to talk to them. I get to Zoom call with them, meet, meet up with them in person, and we can talk about what's going well, what's not going well, the future of fitness, the future of business, and all the rest of it. I feel very blessed, lucky, and privileged to be in that position. However, there's also a bunch of things which they do, which I don't do. At the very least, I don't do out of habit or I don't do because it just comes naturally to me. And again, if you just look at the bright spots of the people who you emulate, of the people who you want to emulate or the people who you at least respect and just have a look at what they're doing differently when it comes to looking after themselves that you're currently not doing. What excuses are they not giving? What stories are they not telling themselves which you currently are? And one of the things in which I wasn't doing consistently, but when I was doing, was having a monumentally positive impact on my day, was basically just sorting out my, my morning routine. And again, I don't want to go into morning routine in this podcast episode, because the likelihood is I'll have a whole episode specifically on this, the importance of it and what your morning routine might look like. And look, like I'm not talking about jumping in lakes and like you know waking up at 3 30 and doing some cold shower experience and then doing an hour of meditation like listen like I'm, I'm being realistic here at the same time what I do know is that if you wake up reactive without a plan without serving yourself first without mentally grounding yourself 
so that you can have this, again, layer of just protective energy around you, like we talked about a couple of episodes back, you will find yourself reactive, you'll find yourself snappy, you'll find yourself pulled from pillar to post. And it's all because you haven't actually gone after the most important thing and taken care of yourself by putting your own mask on first. So look, part of the morning routine in which I know that if I do, my day just goes monumentally better, is journaling is actually taking, and I mean all of five minutes, yeah? Like I know you're busy, I know you're time poor, so am I. But take five minutes and to just literally write down your thoughts. And it's like, cool, like, oh, that sounds great. Like, write down your thoughts. Like, oh yeah, let me start doing that. (laughs) You know what, I thought the same thing. And that's why there was so much resistance from it from the get-go. But again, when I looked at the, the persons or the people or the the group in which I basically wanted to try and aspire to, I'm like, cool, what are they doing differently? And each and every one of them had this solid morning routine set up and journaling was a massive part of it. Now I've actually purchased a journal whereby it gives you little prompts in terms of like questions to have a little think about. Gratitude, intentions, actions, a bit of a reflective piece and all the rest of it. And again, it takes me all of four minutes to do, right? At the same time, I now know that I can't get away with not doing that if I want to perform at my very best for the day ahead. And that might sound a little extreme, but it's true. So I guess what I want you to do just now is take an opportunity to have a think about who you are, where you are, who you're with and what you're thinking when it's a really solid week for you, when things just flow effortlessly, when you really feel in line with your mission and your vision and who you are and how you want to feel compared with the weeks whereby you're reactive, you're stressed, you're snappy, you've missed workouts, you're eating shit, you're going to bed late and you're boozing too much. There are things that you would have done differently to set both of those scenarios up. And this podcast is now here to tell you that if you do want to be at your best self, you simply cannot afford not to do those things anymore that you potentially used to be able to get away with by not doing in your 20s. Whether that be the stretching or not stretching, whether that be the journaling or not journaling, whether that be the impact now that drinking three liters of water has on your cognitive capacity. This matters, this is important. And you simply cannot get away with the subpar version of yourself doing subpar actions and things if you wanna operate at the level in which I know that you do. And hopefully this podcast has hit home a little bit. So again, to recap, all I want you to do is just to lean into those bright spots, have a think about your best weeks. What do they look like? What are you doing differently? Which conversations are you having? Who's in your corner? Because if you can now start to emulate that, what you'll find is that you will have more good weeks than bad. You will feel more in line with, you know, your ability now to not only look after everyone else like you're so used to, but also yourself as well. And the reason being is because you realize now that you simply can't get away with not doing that. And that's powerful. That should be powerful. That should be something which empowers you, not something which you're now thinking, oh gosh, it was so easy in my 20s, why is it not now a victim mentality? That's going to get you absolutely nowhere. So look, I hope this podcast was helpful. I hope you got some value from it. I wanted to make these little short, sharp sound bites, so I'm going to stop it right now. We're going to be back next week for episode number six of the Fit After 30 show. As always, do me a favor, please do share this about. It's available now on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. I often share it on my Instagram, at Sharif Lawton. On Facebook at Sharif Lawton Coach. Let's try and spread the word to those that you feel will benefit from me, from this message. And let's keep on pushing forward as we get fit after 30. 
All right, I'll love you and leave you. I'm off for some lunch and I'll talk to you very soon. Take good care.